What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unpaid Players. The NBA show brought to you from the fan perspective. I got this motherfucker in the background, uh, you know, doing this whole shit, man. We're going to get straight into this motherfucking episode. Welcome to episode 10, man. I don't know what this motherfucker talking about, bro. But all right, man, let's get straight at it. I know he's seen that face on me. So I don't know what this motherfucker talking about. But all right, man. I'm I'm mute your yeah. mic and say what's up to the people, right. man. What's, what's up, yeah? What's up, Matthew Salad, man? What's going on, yeah? What up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> oh shit! That was me. good. That was funny. <laughs> you killing me? Hey, man, you you trying to get uh trying to get light over there? Yeah. Oh, look at you! Look at that. Speak plain. Speak plain English. To I know, me, man. right, man? The fuck? Bro. I'm in the All right, man. All right, it, it is what it is. Man. I'm not. I'm, I, it's a background behind me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> First of all, what's going on with y'all, man? Just how's everybody doing, man? How y'all feeling, man? I'm cool, man. I'm how right. you, man? How y'all doing, fellas? Man, you know, I'm straight. Living Yellow it, feeling great. This <laughs> might just be killing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, no, fuck it. Let's get, yeah, right, man. Let's get right at it. So, I Mo, sorry, but I do need to backtrack from last week a little bit because after oh, we fin- after we finished, uh, no, no, I don't. I'm not going back on any of my takes. I would, after we finished last week's episode, mm-hmm. I I got upset all over again about the All Star reserves. <laughs> like, oh God, I got I got upset all over again. I was like, bro, we. I was like, I still can't believe this shit. How is nobody from the Heat there at number five? They got no All Stars, no Jimmy, no Bam. They got nobody. Over who? Be- Over anybody. The Heat have no All Stars this year. No, I'm saying, who you think? Who you think that, that should come out for the Heat? For the fucking you guys eat? Bam out of bio. Who? I'm talking about who should come out for? Oh, you know you're gonna say Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben shouldn't be there at all. But we talk- <laughs> we're not rehashing that. It's just a. Uh, he shouldn't be there, but yeah, we. Kyrie should be there. He should be there. He shouldn't be a starter. Sorry, sorry. No, he shouldn't be a starter. He was going um, crazy all season. Yeah, I no, seen no. some of the highlight. I watched some of the highlights after we after we had our conversation. Hey yo, bro, wizard, bro, greatest ball hands of all time, bro. Bro, he lost his job. He 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 wizard, bro. He wizard, they, bro. They traded for somebody, and that that motherfucker took his job. James Harden took Ky- Kyrie's job, bro. No, he didn't. He did. He literally. I seen James job. Harden. I seen James Harden give the ball to Kyrie a hundred million times to bring up the court, and he went crazy on somebody. That's handling the ball. That's not team basketball, bro. That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the actual team dynamics of it. Kyrie was the point guard, and now James Harden is the point guard. Harden literally came there and took his job, and is doing it better than him. And there's no measure that can prove me wrong. There's yeah, no there's a measure. The no all-star stat. vote. The no, all-star vote. The all-star vote doesn't mean somebody's playing better than the other player. It just means they have ain't this, a certain ain't this from the, Ain't this from the fan's perspective? It is from the mm-hmm. fan perspective. And as this mm-hmm. fan of the NBA, <laughs> I'm saying that. <laughs> hey, well, ain't this, from the, ain't this, ain't this the, the opinion of the league from the player's perspective, from the mind player's perspective? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this non-player, this fan is saying that he didn't deserve that shit. I didn't vote right, for nah, nah, I got you, I got you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Where do you even go to vote? Like, it's on NBA.com. It's up on your phone. Shit. Yeah, NBA.com. Oh. It's, it's right in your phone. The NBA app. You, you ain't got to go nowhere. 
What'd you say? You don't got the league pass? <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with voting. It pop up and tell you on the ticker at the bottom. Oh, I don't be paying attention to that. Gotcha. Yeah, nah, but it is right there. And them little vote things that come up on the screen, I always, I don't ever be paying attention to. I always close them up. Yeah, but, sure. you ain't, but you ain't got to do nothing. It's right there. It's right there on your phone. It's not like you got to go, like, register or go in person to stand in line and shit. It's not like real voting. <laughs> better, better, better. Uh, but on, on, on some real shit, uh, so Kevin Durant isn't going to be there. He's not. I don't know. We were talking about this last week, how who's going to replace him. Word on the street is the NBA offered Jimmy Butler that replacement stat, and he said, nah, fam, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I heard, damn, y'all heard they said somebody else was – Um, they said Sabonis was taking his spot. Yeah, Sabonis is ta- taking his spot, but the word is they offered it to Jimmy first. And he said no? He was like, nah, fam. I'm good, bro. <laughs> so, do you think they re- do you think they really offered it to him? It's yeah. possible. I, I don't think Jimmy. Him. I don't think Jimmy gonna. It'd be a lot of people that make it up for him. I'm I'm not even mad at him though, because a lot of the motherfuckers really don't want to play that shit anyway. So like, he probably was like, "What? I, you mean to tell me I won? I wasn't voted in? I'm a sub, and I don't have to play if I don't want to? Hell no, I'm not going. I don't want to play this shit anyway. So I don't blame him for turning that shit down." Yeah, I don't know. All right, Jimmy. But okay, you know? so but there's a few things, right? So one, should Jimmy have been the first person they asked over as the replacement over a few players in the, in in the East? Um, but we can start with his own teammate, Bam Adebayo. Should should he have been offered that ahead of Bam, ahead of Sabonis, ahead of Fred VanVleet? Like, is he? Well, last is, week when we were talking about this, I said. Uh, Sabonis could have been one of the reserves over, I can't remember who we was talking about, but he came up when I was talking about that last week. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of Jimmy Butler. Over Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, this season, 100%. Over Bam? Yeah. I mean, Bam over him? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm putting him ahead of Jimmy. No, Bam over Jimmy. Jimmy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy is not the guy to replace. He's not the replacement guy anyway. Yeah, but damn, damn, playing. But he, but he's good enough to be. We're talking about the All Star game, so like, you know. Yeah, but this we compare, also we compare the best players in, in the world, literally. Yeah, that's true. But this, this you say the people who didn't make down. it and make a USA team, like. Yeah, this isn't his first time turning down an All Star game either. But yeah, you did that. We talked about that too a couple couple years ago. He turned it down or didn't play in it or some. I shit got time like that. for that shit, Jimmy. <laughs> that should be why. You don't agree? No. Why? Tell me more. Um, the All Star Game is about the fans, not the politics. Even though it's from the politics, so I think that um, ah, right, come on, bro. You want to be the anti teammate that we got to understand? Fine. You want to be an anti fan guy now? Like I, I, just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like. I'm, I'm how, how different you want to be? How different you want to be? All right, so let me ask. What did you win? Because and the fans playing. voted that, right? The fans always vote the All Star. No, no, the the no, fans they only start, they vote in the starters. Five. Yeah, the, the coaches vote the reserves. Okay. All right. So with that being said, Mel, you said that about Jimmy, but when we was having a conversation about Kyrie a while back, that could have been the same argument for Kyrie, but you wasn't on that with Kyrie. He won't play the regular game either. Right. So he wanted nothing to do with none of this. He wanted to go focus on whatever his mission was. But what about two or 
about a month ago. When he didn't want to play in a regular game? Yeah. Like when he was taking all that time off and all that extra shit, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. I still, I, mean, I, I told y'all, about, I felt like I was losing hope on Kyrie at that time. Did I not lose on Bucking? Yeah, yeah, you, you said that. You definitely said Yeah, so I was losing hope on, bro. And, uh, and then I still said, I, I do kind of understand him saying, if, if look, Mr. Ennis is a big thing, you know, that I, I we, what platform can you violate that? So, like, you can't make a mistake, and that's a place there you got to respect whoever said they're going through something mentally. You got to respect the fact that they're going through it mentally because that's mental. That's in them. So you can't dismiss it. And if he's saying, I don't want to play in the regular games and he knows he's taking a loss for the money, then that's one thing. But if Jimmy said, I don't want to play in the all-star game and then didn't play the game before that and didn't play the game after that or one or the other, I understand it. But you're going to play every fucking game and miss that one. Then I don't know. You got voted in. But he he hasn't played but he every really game. But he didn't get voted in, though. Yeah. Yeah, he got, huh? voted in as, he got voted in as a replacement. He is a replacement. You okay. think he should have got that shit over Bam, over Sabonis? Like, no, no, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, I hear you. And maybe so if that, James Harden didn't make the West, I mean the East, then maybe maybe he is that shoe in. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they shift the positions around and he gets it. Okay, let's maybe it in Jimmy the, Jimmy is a yeah. Jimmy is a two slash three, not a three slash four. So I think he gets the two spot and James Harden remains in on in Houston. Possibly, but let, let's look so, at it. Let's look at it another. Let's look at it another way. What if he did it as a way to stick up for Bam, saying Bam should have got the All Star nod, so I'm not going to take it. That way, they offer it to Bam instead. If, if he says that my position has to change to that, so well, he, he I, hasn't I, said anything. So I agree. That, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I'm on your I'm on your page. Yeah. If he says that, then it's fair to. Then I got to give the head nod for him being admirable enough to say that because we just said that. Yeah. If he if. He doesn't say anything, then it's all speculation. It doesn't matter what none of us say. But if he just says, I'm not fucking with the uh, All-Star game, then, you know, I guess that's his own choice. I can't tell a man he can't do what he got to do. But th- that's where it just becomes, like, all the pains and shit. But if it is for Bam, then respect. But I guess we won't know until he says it. Yeah. Mo, if it's so for that's Bam, my rolling. Yeah. I didn't right. really have a, a issue with him turning the shit down anyway. Who got it over Bam? Katie Sabonis from the Pacers. Sabonis. It's tough. He didn't get voted in. He Sabonis is Katie's replacement. Yeah, yeah. So everybody was talking no, about but I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. so Sabonis, Sabonis, but he was clearly ahead of um, Bam in order to get that denied, right? Yeah, in in my uh, in my opinion, yeah. But the room, the word is that Jimmy was offered it even before Sabonis, and that they gave it to Sabonis because Jimmy turned it down. So then Bam was. Even further back, so yeah, I like. Yeah, who who else got it in the East that may not have deserved it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that maybe that I don't know. I don't think the All Star voting is that terrible this year. No, it's not terrible. I feel like they got more hits than misses. This, yeah, this year. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like some of the some of the reason it's that way is because we have players uh, with injuries, so we got replacements for them. Like Devin Booker wasn't voted an All Star. He's only in because of injury. Like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Like that's tough. Like he should have been an all star. Like, and you know, we. Well, how do you put him? How do you put him over the 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 superstar point guards of the West? Who did we? Who did we put put him out for? Uh, Mo, do you remember who we swapped the Booker out for, or who I did? Uh, I think you said you would have been cool with them swapping Booker for Paul George. 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I definitely would have taken Booker over Paul George. Um, okay. So it's I was not fair for me. I can't call you wrong. So yeah. that's fair. So that's I fair. was I was pretty happy with that. Um, that's fair. On the East, I didn't really have any issues. Um, I was really happy Jalen Brown got there. My main issue was um, Kyrie starting. Was Kyrie starting? But I do think he's played well enough to be an All Star. And the only yeah. person I really wanted to replace out of there was Ben Simmons because I don't think he has played well enough, and his numbers don't don't reflect that he's played well enough for that. Okay. Um, and I think they only gave you him, take him up for Van Fleet or who you take him up for? I I, vote, I was saying we should re- replace him with Sabonis. Okay, fair, fair. All right, I'm on, we're on the same page. Yeah, I want I don't want to kill the subject too much, but you're right. Yeah, I think they only gave him that because the Sixers were the number one seed and felt like somehow they deserved to have two, even though they didn't. But but so it we're good with Jimmy if it's for Bam. Yeah, are we still good with Jimmy if he did it? Just on principle that I wasn't selected straight up, so I'm not taking no second door, no second, second, or third place booby prize. Nah, it's corny. That's corny. It, 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 it's fair from his perspective, but I ain't, I ain't Jimmy, so I, don't, I ain't got. I don't have to live his perspective. I'm like, no, bro, you wasn't it. In that I'm regard, not, in that regard, yeah, yeah, I'm not hating on him if he turned it down to say he deserved it for that way. Like, um, not so so much as oh, well, I wasn't. I was. I don't want to be a third option or whatever, so I'm turning it down. But on some shit like, with all this shit going on, a lot of us didn't want to because because when they announced the All Star game, a lot of the players were saying that they didn't even think that it should have been an All Star weekend. So if he turned it down on on that, like, well, I wasn't voted in anyway, and I didn't even want to have or want to even be part of an All Star weekend because of all this COVID and all this other shit. I, I'm not mad at him for turning it down if that's what if that's his reason for not wanting to play. Like, well, I don't want to even have to do an All Star weekend in the middle of this fucking pandemic shit. All right, that I'm. Uh, hey, it's your opinion. I'm not wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah, I can't be mad at that. So let's talk about another player that probably. Hold up, real did, quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Who did Devin Booker get in there for? Um, uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. All right, all right, bet. Yeah, which was a good swap. Like I said, I think he should have been there from the from from the rip, but I'm just happy he's there at all because he definitely deserves it. Because they have Chris, they have Chris Paul as well. But on on the other side of that, there's another player in the East that definitely has the numbers to have been an All Star, but wasn't selected as a replacement or as a starter or as a reserve, and that's mm-hmm. Trey Young. Now, Atlanta has found themselves in a very weird position, right? So I, I don't know if you guys saw, they just fired their coach, right? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I was shocked by. It seems a lot of people were shocked by. But one, all right, let's talk about that first before we go back to Trey Young. They, they fired him after two and a half seasons. So he's been there for two full seasons before where he had pretty much dog shit for a roster. Right, they had Trey mm-hmm. Young scoring a whole lot of points and really nothing else. And then mm-hmm. Atlanta, their management said, "You know what? We're going to go spend money." And they went and got Gallo, they got Bogdanovich, they got all these players, and they built a roster. But then they've been kind of fucked by injuries, so they kind of got to this spot where some of their free agent acquisitions aren't really playing. Like Gallo isn't really playing well at all. But Bogdanovich has been been hurt. DeAndre Hunter's hurt. Like they're kind of struggling. 
Rajon Rondo, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just, he showed up, got his money. He ain't doing a goddamn thing. I don't know if he's waiting for the playoffs again, but he ain't doing shit. So from the management perspective, I feel like they looked down at that and said, hey, you know what? We finally gave him a roster. We spent some money and he didn't do shit with it. But from my perspective, maybe the maybe the injuries are really what's hampered them. And you just gave him a brand new roster, even though you spent all this money. This is really his first season and he's building with a brand new team. It's not the same team he landed with two years ago. So does that firing seem fair to y'all or is it justified? Is there something I'm missing there? Man, that shit ain't never right when they fired a black coach, bro. <laughs> Even though a black coach t- took over? Nah, they trying to pit us against each other. That's what <laughs> ah, shit. <Okay. laughs> um, is it a site now? I really don't know, yo. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking at this picture. I'm I'm one to talk, but I'm looking at this picture of Trey Young on ESPN right now. Yo, he got some. You look at his hair. hair yo. Yeah. I tried to get. I tried to duck. I tried to dodge that. Yeah. He got some weird hair. I could talk because my shit going. <laughs> so I don't know, yo. A lot of people be giving LeBron shit, but this motherfucking shit was crazy. His shit look crazy, bro. Like his shit full as hell right here, but everything else thinning. It looked like man, that shit look crazy. But, he, um, he got yeah, a head really, full of really I, long baby hair. What... Yeah, yo, for real. <laughs> His shit look like baby hair when you wash it. <laughs> Is that so like you... wet baby hair? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, that, <laughs> he's that little John, Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. yo, but the coach, but, um, the coach, what's up with the coach, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um. <sighs> What are you supposed to do, man? How, how long coach is supposed to lose? How long coach is supposed to not like? Like how, how long until they? It's, it's in a rough place. Like everybody in a win now situation. But Atlanta's not in a win now situation. To let's be clear, right? The money that they spent to make that roster better wasn't to be a championship contender this season. It was to be a playoff mm-hmm. team. That's their goal for this mm-hmm. season. We've been dogging for the best goal years. to do that. That that's a lot of teams' goals because it shows progress towards the ultimate goal of winning something, right? You can't expect to go from bottom of the league, like literally one of the bottom three seeds of the league, to a championship contender because you got two free agent a- acquisitions. That doesn't happen unless you picked up LeBron. Like it's just not realistic. So their goal going into the season is, hey, let's make the playoffs. We're gonna spend, we're gonna spend some money. We're gonna get the city excited about the team, and then maybe we can build momentum because we got a lot of young players. You know, we got Collins, we got Young. You know, we're gonna do, we're gonna make some moves, and we picked up these shooters, but they haven't played any deep defense, and they've been fucked with injuries. But to be fair to the, so coach, did they advance? Did who advance? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, they're playing better than they played last year. They're ahead they of where where, where they were. Well, we don't we don't know where the we don't know what that spot is because the season hasn't finished yet. So like, are they better? Yeah, they're better. I, I don't think they're a. Mo, you think so? They're not a contending Mo? team, obviously. Do uh, I was just looking at the record too from the last? Um, you said oh boy got there, what 
two years ago. He was there two and a half years, right? Yeah, he's like, and when I but say I mean, half, like, I mean this, this season. 2018. Yeah, and then Tama was different. All right, so 2018, 2019 season, they was 29 and 53. Yep. 29, 2019, 2020, obviously we all know the pandemic and shit, but they was 20 and 47. Mm-hmm. And then right now, they are 14 and 20. So it's like they... I don't, I don't see no improvement with them. But what I was gonna ask was because I haven't really been following the Hawks like that. Have like how were they with injuries the last two years or the the, the time that this coach been there? Oh no, the past two years it wasn't an injury issue. It was purely a roster. How's any? Yeah, it they just they just had a shitty roster. This is the first year they've had a roster that's been capable. But looking at their roster now, who in their roster now make you be like, oh, they should be they should be fucking top eight top seven in the east like who won i'm looking at these names ain't nobody making me think that they should be higher than what they are one clint capella was never the like clint capella been he's been there a couple years i don't really care for him too much he just got there he he did what he bit what this year yeah he just got there no 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 capella yeah he he wasn't even he didn't really like wasn't nothing crazy about him in houston yeah, he's just a defensive player. He he was supposed to be their center to be a shot blocker to give them some de- uh, defensive presence that they didn't have. So like, like okay, okay, so so, so so you got Capella and John Collins who is playing re- really well, and obviously Trey Young who's still playing re- really well. They got a brand new player in Gal- Gallinari. They got a brand new player in Bob Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is supposed to be your second scorer off of Trey Young. Yeah, who's been hurt Gallinari they spent a lot of money on him he was supposed to be like a stretch four for him to really open the floor Rajon Rondo was supposed to be the person that gave that gave them a solid like leader floor general shot creator who's been playing like shit so they made a lot of acquisitions and a lot of these acquisitions that they made either in free agency or trade however they got them they're not even playing up to the base standard that they were so then so are we no and that that's my that's what I'm asking are we blaming that strictly on the coach after 34 games when essentially you've given him a brand new roster strictly strictly is strictly is the wrong word um just because there is no such in the nba they love to blame somebody so strictly does happen in the nba but to me no but um you're not off the hook i do feel like um i do feel like atlanta should be the any given sunday team sometimes and i feel like the pacers have taken that role at times i feel like you know, like you get your certain t- the Spurs, you get your your any given Sunday teams. Like you know, even in New Orleans, it's like all right, but we playing against them. If they get hot and we not on top of them, we could lose this game. I know we just won seven straight, but you get an any given Sunday feeling out of them. Atlanta don't don't they just don't have it. You look at Trey Young and be like, if Trey Young don't put up a, a, a thirty bomb, thirty five, forty bomb, you got him. Yep. How long can you stay like that? Like, what 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 changes can you make besides? Maybe we need a different game plan. Maybe 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 and no, maybe maybe unfortunately he might fall into the Mark Jackson thing. Like I gave Steph the green light. Steph becomes the green light. Kurt Kurt gets there, and now that Steph knows how to be the green light, everything just clicks, and then boom, it takes off, and then Kurt's genius coincides with that. So then half the town thinks that it's. Mark Jackson's baby that he's carrying. Is that going to be the same for Atlanta? No, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think he did that. That's that's all I'm saying. 
Well, it's very possible, right? It's possible that that could wind up being the case because they yeah. do. They have a lot of young young talent. They've got a bona fide scorer and star and Trey Young. They do have a lot of talent around them, but we only gave this coach half of a season to actually do it, especially under the circumstances. We gave him a brand new team and give, didn't give him a chance to see what he could do to develop that team after you handed him a bag of shit. You know what I mean? And they did make an improvement because obviously we can't look at the season record overall because we didn't have full seasons, but you can look at the win percentage. They went from a 29% win percentage to a 41%. Yeah, to them they have, yeah. Yeah, so there's definitely a measurable improvement there. Maybe it's not exactly where we thought they should be given the talent that they acquired, but they had the injuries. They're still trying to figure out how to play together, get the right system going in there and they cut him loose before he had a chance to even do that so now you're going to invite another coach in to take take over and if he just starts hey you know what everything's going good they get healthy and then everything starts flowing it's like yeah you know what lloyd pierce who's a piece of shit sort of like demar jackson Toby. yeah sort of sort of like because he, he, he really did he really did get like damn curry came in and all of a sudden she started clicking but like but he literally had to move in off the ball. Like, he had to move in off the ball and shit like that. Like, they was already in a good space before they was like, look, we done with Mark Jackson and his fucking stuck in his own ways, ways. You know what I mean? Whatever the yeah. case may be. I don't know Atlanta's... I can't speak to that team's, like, reason. Yeah. But with Mark so, Jackson, if I wasn't older... Maybe I'd be like, nah, that's wrong. Nah, he's doing his thing there, improving a little bit. But now that I'm older and I kind of see, like, you know what it's like when you work for bad managers. So, like, <laughs> like, how, like, is it is it some form of leadership for that situation over there? I don't, I don't know. That team just, just, they just never, they didn't use Vince Carter. And, <sighs> don't stop now. Just go ahead. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't use him as they should have. Uh-huh. You know, like, I don't think that they, I don't think that they use Capella and I think he can't dedicate between. You know, I guess we kind of get into it a little bit, but he, he can't dedicate to the Capella Trey Young vibe. You know, he's trying to put in. Um, I can't remember his name. Why can't I'm drawing a blank? Gallinari. No. Bogdanovich. Bogdan. Nah, young, young boy, young boy, young boy. DeAndre Hunter. Even younger. Even Was younger. He even young? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Cam. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. When they try to, when they try to, put, I kind of know why, why I was drawing a blank like that. But you try to swing it over to Cam Reddish because Cam Reddish is pretty dangerous. And then you get the Deion, like, like it just, and you can't. They, what, where are you going to dedicate something to? And I feel like they haven't found no identity. When you don't have an identity at all, that starts to fall on the coach. Like that's that's just proven in the NBA. And I don't think they found an identity. I think they always just had. Enough to maybe go 500. I don't know if they ever had enough of identity to get their ass kicked that way. They just always, they never had identity. So I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't want, I don't want nobody getting fired in the NBA. I don't want nobody getting fired in life. I don't want the fucking mailman getting fired. But I'm just saying in general, that's, that's tough to say he couldn't, um, he, he didn't deserve nothing. Like, like he might have, he might have had a little bit of blame with them being stagnant. Did Trey get any better? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he did get is, better, yeah. <laughs> but, but um, did he get better because he got older, or did he get better because the the coach put him in the right position to get better? Well, who knows? I mean, we're not inside the organization, but yeah, to speak yeah. to that yeah, point, that, that's that's the tricky yeah, part. That's the tricky yeah, part. To speak to that point, there's 
you know, the word on the street, let's say the word on the street is that Trey Young and a lot of players on the team actually supported the change in the coach. Wouldn't be surprised. Which would tell you a whole nother story, right? So I need I need to know what my job yeah. is, bro, to do it right. You can't just be having me out here getting blamed for losses. And I ain't know what I was supposed to do. Like, I had the three. You told me to give it to Trey. Trey didn't want to shoot it because you told him he need to pass more. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Who knows where that went? I, we can't never really get 100% on one side. No, we can't We, we can't get on one side. The, the one thing that I will say is it's hard to expect them to find an identity after 34 games with just that team. They put that team together at the last minute. They didn't have a training camp. They've got yeah. four, five, six new acquisitions on the team, so it's a new team altogether, and you're expecting them to find their legs, no training camp, figure out their identity, get to the right playing style with really no veterans on the team. like, And then you're like, hey, you know what? That coach did, didn't quite do it for me, and just to drop them. Because now if your expectation is you spent all this money, you want to go to the playoffs, how likely is it you think you're going to go to the playoffs making a coaching change on top of all of that midseason? That adds they're another probably, thing. They probably, they probably know it don't matter. Because now you I'd rather get, I'd rather move up. I'd rather move up four picks and just go ahead and take the take the change and let our people find their identity this year, and let that coach take part in making the pick for the draft. Assuming that that's your coach going forward, because Nate McMillan was fired last year from the Pacers, and he had no intention of being a head coach when he came to join Lloyd Pierce staff, and now he finds himself as the head coach again in a situation that he didn't actually sign on to be in, and he's already talking about I didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have the greatest track record of coaching he's been to the playoffs a few times but his playoff performance has never been great at all the teams he's been with so it's like what are you actually doing here when you're atlanta are you making the move because it's better or are you packing in for this season and you're firing lloyd pierce now because you feel like you've acquired the talent but you just don't think he's going to be that coach to push you over the hump next year or to really take you to that next level is he a building coach or is he a finishing coach i don't see him as finishing that's not the handle there. I gotta. Um, I'm, not, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna know what I'm. I'm never gonna know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't have the credentials to say I know his resume well enough on what it can do and not do for a team's or organization rather's future. He might have been the eye for the team, but I don't know if he could take the Atlanta to the next level. So, what, what are you gonna do? Just keep on. When are you gonna do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, can he? Could he have done it? We don't know. Well, fuck he, got, now, he got. Now he got to announce a couple games so we could, you know, see what's up. <laughs> so I would always go, bro, clip him, let him announce for a couple of games. He start breaking down a couple plays, throwing a couple O's at the screen. And you're like, yo, get that man a job with the young next team and shit like that. And next thing you know, he's a fucking Pelicans coach. A coach. <laughs> Damn sure Mark Jackson's still in the coach. But some people shouldn't go from announcing back to coaching. And I still feel that way about Stan Van Gundy, bro. Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I listen, I don't know what people are thinking right, right now on the Pelicans. They're right there. They really are right there. And I feel like that's one situation where coaching really might be holding them back. Uh, so I was about to ask, you think that, that Stan Van Gundy is, is holding them back from getting to that next level? I think so. I really do. Like. They're missing a piece, but yeah. But they're, they're not missing a piece to be a playoff team. Right now, they're not a playoff team. You know, where they fall in the standings. I know the standings look a little tricky right now because everything is so bunched up. There's like two games between like. We know Stan. We know Stan Van Grundy ain't. ain't, I mean, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't gonna say keep being politically right every fucking question. 
We know Stan Van Gundy ain't the fucking guy, bro. Like, and I and I and, and I'm sure he's a great human being. I'm sure, you're a great guy, Stan. But um, not no, we're, I'm not sure he's a great guy. I don't know him. I don't know that motherfucker. You ain't sure either. <laughs> I'm holding. Now nah, you can't trust nobody named Stan. Bitch. <laughs> no, nah, I was just playing. No, nah, I was playing. I was playing. I just playing. I just playing. Can't trust Stan no Stan. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, so we you can't s- trust no Stan. Can't trust no Stan. But we've seen glimpses of New Orleans playing well. Like we see, we did see them almost blow that lead the other day, right? Um, is that U- Utah? Yeah. These motherfuckers had a forty-point third quarter. Like they, the Pelicans were up by like eighteen going into the fourth and almost blew that game. Like they hang on, they hung on to that game by a threat. They look like a college. They're like a big college team sometimes. But they look like I a think- team that doesn't know what to do, right? That, so, that that is, I believe, was Mavinka. And and to be honest with you, how ironic is it that that's the Orlando, like mm-hmm. that's that run. Yep. They look yeah. like they don't know how to be there. They just look like they don't know how to be there. And I and I think that that got a part to do with him. Like he just don't know how to make people who haven't had experience play like they've gotten experience. He can't cheat them into experience. And and I think I I, I was talking about yeah, uh, New it. Orleans. I was talking about New Orleans before. Whereas, like, whenever they have a lead in a game, it's like they just don't know how to keep playing the same way. Like, they'll be running plays, doing all the right shit, but then once they go up and have a comfortable lead, it's like they just, like, they in practice just coming down the court, shooting, throwing up threes for no reason or not Trying to the fight them like off they, when the comeback yeah, is coming. Like, yeah, I just don't, I never understood that. Like, man, that shit no, don't make no sense to me. You're 100% right. And that Utah game is a, is a, is a hundred percent example of that because that forty point third quarter they had, they were playing one specific way, right? They were feeding Zion. Zion had like fourteen or fifteen points in just the third quarter. He was like eight of nine from from the field, and you know he had a few free, free few free throws or whatever. But he was killing it. They were force feeding him, and he was dominating. They couldn't do anything. Like he was he was destroying Go- Gobert. Like he yeah. was just going straight at him. There was nothing they could do with him. But then they came to the fourth fourth quarter. They got this big lead, and it's like, all right, let's put this team away. This team we know that's been hot, that's been on this crazy winning streak. We're ahead. Let's cut the throat. I mean, me, you, everybody else would say, you know what? Let's just go right back to what's working. Feeds on the ball, let him dominate like he has been. He's got the hot yeah. hand. But instead, they lost three. They lost the lead. Long, and, long twos, jump shots, and it's, no, it just it did. But the ba- the bigger stat is Zion took one shot in the entire yep. four, fourth quarter. One. I, I, and I think that had to do with him, and that that's not so surprising that he used the inside. Like that's again, that's that's a tendency thing. You use your inside man who has the advantage over his matchup. You take advantage of that matchup, and then you think that. And again, like I'll give this is a credit to LeBron. He start wilding on his enemies, and then all of a sudden now you're like, all right, what we're we gonna do? I know third quarter they should start collapsing on him, and then they start collapsing, and he's hitting everybody for the threes and shit like that. And even worked with Orlando. I'll start passing the ball out. You know, that, that's how they got through the playoffs. You go crazy. Dwight got 28. Now they fouling them and shit like that. So we'll give it to him. He get a drop set. Double team comes. Pass it out. Open man for the three. And then we run into Zion, who is so swifty that the defense has to collapse because he got around whoever the other big is, whatever the case may be. And then you think that, all right, we'll start giving it to him. They'll collapse in there, and then he'll pass it out. But what happens if they don't collapse? Then yeah. you're like, now you're stuck with. Yeah. 
and a play we we didn't have to make. He could have just kept busting his ass, and we would have been all right. But no, you wanted to overcoach it, and that's that's what happens when you get your hems and your um, Oklahoma City coached when Russell was there. Scott Brooks and Scott Brooks. That's when you run into them. That's when you run into them people who do a little bit too many. Too many adjustments or not enough adjustments. One of the two. Yeah. If, if you can't find that balance, yeah, and Stan, you, you in that, you in that. Yeah, and Stan Van Gundy wound up doing both. He made yep. too many adjustments because he went away from Zion before they even figured out how to stop him. Because when they started the fourth, fourth quarter, all they were doing was feeding Brandon Ing- Ingram, and he was not hot at all. And then they never went back to him. So they went away from the hot hand. They made an adjustment there trying to feed somebody else when they hadn't even done anything. And then when they saw that it wasn't working, they didn't go back to Zion. So he overcoached and undercoached all in the same quarter. That was the fall of my main man, Popovich, with the big three, with 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 Tim and all of them. It was the over. It was the let me leave them in there a little bit longer because they've proven to me over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's it yeah. just when you you either got to make the choice to either don't adjust because it's working or adjust because it's not and keep it simple. The minute you start trying to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you out of there. You 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 just re-entered that medium coach range where wherever your team is, you're gonna ride that out. Fucking overseas so, yeah. didn't now it's just too salty. Shit don't work. Mm-hmm. Same thing the Bucks did with Giannis. Should have been forcing the same thing that uh Brett was doing with the Sixers. Yeah. Like, there you go. Like, what you gonna do? You're gonna keep on letting and be sit his ass on the three and not not get no middies, not not put his back to the basket at all. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no no adjustments. What you gonna do? Now now that they're trying to make a little bit of changes, you'll see you'll see the teams do a lot different. So I, I can't get mad at firing these coaches sometimes because it's tough. I ain't yeah. saying I'm a coach. They're better than me, but they ain't yeah. better than the, the next level. Yeah, I'm just looking at the situation in which they're getting fired. You know what I mean? Like obviously it's Stan's first year, so I'm not advocating for him getting fired. I'm just looking at the missteps he's already making with a team that should be you know, better. fourth, fifth seed right now. And even look how everybody's playing because they are getting better throughout the year. Like Lonzo started a little cold, but that motherfucker's on fire right now. Like yeah. he's really raising his value, which creates another problem for New Orleans. Like you're in this situation where you're trying to decide what you're going to do. You didn't close on contract negotiations with, with Lonzo earlier. You didn't get an extension signed. You're trying to figure out how you're going to build around, you know, your big two, Ingram and Zion. But you're about to let your point guard walk right off the court the, the right one for the job too yeah literally the right one for for the job he's a tall point guard who's getting better i mean that i think i tweeted something really early in the season just looking at like lonzo's development over the years and i'd said that hey you know what he's on track for a 40 percent from three year i, I think we talked talked about this on here somebody just tweet tweeted me back and just said no way like no explanation they were just like nah fam he gonna and, end uh, up having that and still and still giving you well, he, nine to eleven well he's he's at, he's at 39.7 percent right yeah. now from three yeah even after starting cold so he's he's shooting he's shooting the ball better he's performing well he's averaging a career high in points he did too smart of a basketball player not to get yeah. better his three-pointer will become more sound just because he knows when to shoot it because he has a good basketball mind you can't ask for nothing too much more than Zion if you have other pieces. Yeah, but uh, but that's the problem, right? If they're if they don't do any of that, they they took a gamble to say we don't know we don't know. Somehow they didn't know if Lonzo was the right one for the job. But now instead of signing him and locking him up and figuring that out later, you can always trade a player. 
they're literally they're literally playing them playing themselves well he's playing himself into more value which is going to cost them more money or he's going to walk out to a better situation since he's going to be unrestricted and be able to control his own destiny you know what i mean so that could leave new orleans in a really precarious spot because if lonzo walks away to go to some somewhere else that needs a point guard who the hell do you get to fill in in new orleans that's going to be a better fit yeah Who's a better point guard in, in, in New Orleans? Who's out there that's going to be on the open market that's going to be able to come in there and have the same kind of impact, have, have the same You're going to have to pick either athlete or, yep, either athlete or genius. You're going to have to pick one of the two in that situation over there because you only got about three or four people like Lonzo in the league that could do a little bit of both. And what are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to go get a, uh, a Rubio. You know, like where, where are you going to go to get the, the genius? And then you're going to lose out on the ability to hit the jump shot and play defense around the perimeter. Lazo could switch from the small forward back on the, on, the, on the screen. He can literally show and get back and disrupt the shot. Like there's not, there's not point guards that's too able to do that. And then you create a place where you get a long rebound and your team is out running and then you got. You give him him the ball, and it only takes him from the time he catches it to the time he turns around to know where to go. That that I think is very that, that has no stat, and I think that a lot of people who don't understand Lonzo's way of thinking, they don't see that. That's gonna be a big loss. So let's that's gonna be a big loss. Team. You're losing a six seven point guard that can see everything. So let's just ask that question: Is is Lonzo gonna be there next year, Mo? Nope. Where's he going? Tough too. I don't know. That's tough too. Yeah, that that's tough. That, okay. So, so yeah, I think that, right, I so think he yeah, I think yeah. he he's gonna he's gonna um. I don't think he he he's gonna have to pick somewhere because it's gonna be up to him, correct? Yeah, it'll be up. Yeah, it'll be really up to him. I don't think he joins his brother. No, um, no way. So I think that from that point, it's. I don't think he should go back to the Lakers. So like what like I guess you go to I don't know, that's tough because now you gotta get the bag. You have to get the bag. Yeah, he's him. he's he's gonna get the bag. He's playing himself. You have to, you have to go get the bag. You, you can't do a sign to go to you know, you you're I'm gonna pass the ball around for Giannis. Like you gotta go somewhere where the bag is. Yeah. But is New Orleans gonna offer him the bag, right? Because they do you take it though. Well, do so that that's another question, right? So New Orleans does have a young team. They've got young stars, and they could be really good. They should be really good right now, right? Nope, no, no picks. They they've got picks. Do they? They got they, they got all that shit LA from, from they LA. got all that from LA. Yeah. yeah, they they've got a ton. Mm. So they they they've got picks. They've got money. They've got a lot of things to build. But there's no other yeah. guaranteed sure thing out there. And when you have a team that's that that's that young, you're trying to. You're trying to line things up, and when you're trying to line up like contracts, age, or it's hard to find a better lineup than Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Zion at that at that same age and range. But you kind of get get yourself into a tight window because after this season, you've only got two more years with Zion before his rookie contract is up. You're at the end of the Lonzo one, so if you sign him now and you give him more money, does that impact how much money you can pay? You know Zion since they already signed Ingram, like yeah, well, Steve Adams, right? Steven Adams, yeah, they got him there to anchor the defense. That's the, a big. Defense. That's a yeah, big. That's a got, good big. They have Jackson Hayes, like they they've got a few things. They you know Bledsoe's actually playing well, so they're kind of turning the corner around. But they've got this huge question mark out there because the only other player that's even close to what Lonzo is is De'Aaron Fox, 
and Sacramento's not giving him up. They lose, they lose Lonzo Ball. I think they go through some shit. I think so too, and I think that they made that. And I think, and I think that the, the league isn't catching the 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 casuals aren't catching that. The casuals only look at do you got a triple double? Yeah. Are you that? That's it. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't know. I don't think the casual fans are gonna grasp how important that is when Lonzo don't have not Lonzo when Zion. Zion, Zion. So he'll be all right. But what I mean is like that's the difference between twenty six and twenty two. Yeah, like he, that. That when he's forced when, to create his own shot instead of having somebody that's there that's excellent at creating shots for other players. All of a sudden, the, the team looking the wrong way because he did a good head fake and he throws alley oop, and you didn't have to use much energy, no injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just you ain't had to jump through two people because he demanded one, like that. That type of stuff. I, I don't know. That's rough. That's why I love the NBA. Yeah, but it, the funny thing is, it's not just the casuals that didn't see it. It seems like they're, uh, it seems like New Orleans didn't see that either. They didn't see that writing on the wall. But they're gonna have to pay that man. They're definitely gonna have to pay him. And you know, kudos to him for taking a, uh, for betting on himself. You know what I mean? That's a that's something we've seen more and more, and it's paying off for him because he's definitely playing himself into more money than he would have got on a rookie extension. But let's go to the other side of the page. Let's talk about his brother. So motherfucker balling. Yeah, he's he's balling, but we're not even gonna bother about rookie of the year anymore because so we're just not gonna talk about that. Like that whole segment at the end is done because there's really no point. Um but ever since Lamelo's become a starter, he's averaging twenty one, seven, six, and shooting over forty percent from three as a starter. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte is now in this position where their rookie prospect, their number one pick, is playing better than they thought he would earlier. You know what I mean? Like, we thought he was going to be good, but we didn't think he'd be this good this fast. So that Mm -hmm. probably moves up Charlotte's timeline a lot. So are we going to be looking for them to make a move at the trade deadline and probably some big news in the offseason? Because... You don't want to waste the time. It's like we were talking about with Lonzo's contract and you know Zion's contract. You've got this season and you've got three more years. So you're going to have to show LaMelo that this is the place to be or win quick while you have the talent. Yeah. So does that move up their timeline a lot? You take every dollar you got in your pocket and you crumple <laughs> that shit up and you slot it across the table, yo. You, you got to go all in on them, yo. Like, it's not a, it's not a fluke. Like, LaMelo's not a fluke. Like I, I I've been talking shit about Lamelo being nice since he was a freshman. Yep. Like the cherry picking game, like before then, like you know what I mean. Yep. He is what you think he is in the league. He is what you think. I don't care what team he's on. He does this. That's dangerous. Lamelo numbers would have been the same on thirty teams, in my opinion. The worst of teams or the best of teams, I think he would have found whoever jumps out the gym and start throwing them alley oops. Like he he knows it's just a different Lavar this thing, yo. They they gotta put the chips in on them. I I make I make the move from them. Yeah, because you're not putting the chips. You, in you on show them, them right? the truth, hey, bro. Some we're gonna have a hard talk with Rosier. We're gonna have to figure this all out, and I like Terry Rosier a lot. But we have to like what what I'm gonna do. Like we thought we thought he was gonna be the mellowed out Kimba, or we can kinda like, you know, build around him but not 
around him. Yeah. And like now you got Lamelo, who I don't care who you put on the team, he'll find a way to make better. And the dude is like getting slap rebounds at the point guard. You know what I'm saying? He's he's getting tip rebounds to the team. He's tipping rebounds over over the power forward, the long rebounds. He's slapping it over to the guy that's in the corner. Like he's seeing the floor in a way that I don't think Terry Rosier or or not too many others for that matter could see. Maybe Terry put the ball in the rim a little bit more if you want him. If you ask the two of them to take twenty shots, you get more out of Terry. But I, if I if that wasn't that's not what they need. They need someone to be able to make everybody better. That team that team looks happy. They never looked happy. So you think they trade or try to trade Terry Rozier? And it, if they do trade him, would they I don't trade? want them to. But yeah. It's possible, but they, they didn't really, want them to. Yeah. They really have they have three options, but they really have two options. If you're trying to make a big impact before the trade deadline, you either move Rozier or you move Malik Monk. Both. One or the other. You don't want to turn. You don't want to turn turn the team too far. Probably gonna do, probably gonna do move with Monk. Who you gonna get? You can get a lot for Monk. He's playing well this year. Yes. Who you gonna get? Depends on what they're going for, and that—that's the problem. I don't. But see I mean, exactly you, you got to package it up. I, I don't see anything. What do you get that? What do you? What do you get that isn't Monk for Monk? Let me say it the right way. Shout out to Malik Monk. What do you get for Monk better than Monk? Unless you package it, you're gonna yeah. have to put some. Yeah, you either got to put some future it, yeah. on the line or Rosier on the line. Yeah. You Otherwise, you, you you stuck. You got to. And I don't even know what you get for Rosier and Monk. Like you know what I mean? Who who who's gonna leverage up a player good enough to put them in a position to win now? Maybe they sit. Now that I really thought about it like that, like what do you do? You you gonna put them two together to get what? You ain't getting no star, so you're gonna have to get picks. So you sitting anyway. So if you're gonna trade for picks, then you already had the idea to wait. So you might as well keep Terry Rosier, let him What do you what do you do? You can't trade him for much. You trade those two for Bill? I don't take that deal if I got Bill. But if you're Washington, do you really have a choice? I Not think Bill says. Hand, I think Bill safe. says. Uh, he's been on the record plenty of times saying that he don't want to leave Washington yet. So it's like I don't really think. Yeah, but he's I'm saying, not taking that. I'm not taking that deal. He's saying he's gonna leave right me. Thing. He's gonna leave me. I ain't giving up. Yeah. I'm not giving up them pieces right now. I'd rather. I'd rather pretend it's all good. And let Lamelo become the best he could be in the circumstance, and then make the move. I trade. I, I don't do nothing this year. You you think they do nothing this year? At all? Not by trade deadline. You don't feel. You feel like they do nothing this season. They just play it out the way it is and let the chips fall as they may. Yeah. Where okay. are they sitting right now, Mo? They are. I say I stay right the fuck still. What am I do? Unless, unless I can find it. They're the eighth spot right right now. So you trade to get to what, six? Yeah, so if you want to be solidified, you're trying to make it to like five, six. You're trying to be like a not playing team. Take the plan and let that boy develop and then choose. Yeah, but if you're at the. Yeah, but if you're kind of at that spot, right, you want to make the playoffs. For what? One, the. The, the fact that the fans haven't been there, it's a, been a re- revenue killer. 
So one, getting the revenue, making your team better, so you're more of a national TV game draw out of outside of just Lamella. So it brings money to, to the franchise, and it makes it a more attractive destination. They're gonna be, they're gonna be, gonna be good. It's it's the it's the Brooklyn formula, right? You got they're gonna get Brooklyn, Brooklyn, da- Brooklyn, fucking danced and then traded their way into the spotlight. Like them, them, they, them boys, they were, were a good. They was, was the greatest show to watch. That wasn't a winning team. But they were a winning team because they were a playoff team. Okay, I and agree that, with the fact yeah. that they were winning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're you right. I mean? Above above five year. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know that 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 fifty range that that five hundred range. Yeah. I I think that I don't I don't think that it, unless you can trade them them two for something really valuable to create a new foundation to stand on. I think that you're going to end up somewhere in the same three seeds. So. Why not leave Melo comfortable enough to continue to adjust so that next year you can trade based on the complete version of him? Because not, you only have three developing. Because you only have three guaranteed years with him. So if you if he's this good already, he's already your starter. He's already putting up these numbers. You see it. It's not a fluke. It's real. We all see it. We know it. You want to maximize the time you have with him. You know you're going to make a move in the offseason. Why not try to make that move now? What's so, it going to do? I'm saying, like, what are you gonna trade it for? Where, where, where do you go? You getting Bill? Are you giving Bill up for them? For those two, you'd have to package picks with it. You'd have to give me a lot. Like, if you gave Washington, me those, if you gave me those two players, and you gave me two. Made the move. Washington made the move to put Westbrook there, right? Yep. You think? What do you think they their plan is? Like, the plan, Bill's not staying there. So, um, what I mean is, like, is Rosier and Monk it? No, it's not it for Washington, but Washington's so going to be rebuilding. So why take the deal? Because you need to get something, right? So so if, what happened? If, if they wait a year, what did they lose out on? That that's that's it. Now I want I don't want to I want to blow this whole. You know what I mean? I don't want to kill too much time on it. But like, how how do you? What do you get if you're Washington to trade to Charlotte for them boys? What do you give? I mean, that's worth losing for them too for your plan. I don't think it make enough sense long term for either team to do it at all, at all, unless unless they fucking move Westbrook too. Washington's on no path to do anything, so they're gonna need picks. Whatever players you give them, they're still gonna need picks. So they're gonna be they, so they may, maybe okay. So you're saying maybe they give up, maybe they give up one for some for a couple of picks and just say fuck it, we'll take a shorter loss for the long term game. Yeah, because they're in the long term game anyway. They're not. In the I ain't getting no players. I know now. I ain't gonna get no good players out, but I'll take a, yeah. I'll take second round, third rounds and shit, and yeah. get myself in a better position to fill the bench and or even first, throw a couple people in the D league, whatever. Even first rounds, you give me Malik Monk and you give me Terry Rozier. You give me two players who can score alongside Wet Westbrook. Granted, they're not Brad Bradley Bill, but you give me those two players and you give me some picks at the same same time. You give me something that makes us exciting to watch in the short short term, and something that can help us build for for the future. And they'll come over the picks. top. Charlotte, they'll definitely be a they. They would be six. No, four, three, four, four to four to six is a two two three game difference. Okay. Yeah. So what round they losing? What round they losing? Conference. You think so? It's it's shit. The way they're playing. Hold on, what round you said? Conference, the one before the final, letters, man. Not this year, probably next year. 
Because I think they need a little wait time to next year. If you can secure it now, why wait? Because you're not gonna make a difference. So let Lamelo, let Lamelo, but to let Lamelo play. Team. But have a whole training. You're not letting him not play. Bradley Beal isn't coming in there and stealing minutes from Lamelo. He's a starting point point guard. If anything, you're giving Lamelo another weapon to feed. You got him at the point. Bradley at the two. Gordon Hayward at the three. Bridges at the four. You got some ro- rotation players. Devontae Graham is still there, giving you offense off the bench. I love this combo. Whole, I ain't gonna lie to you. You give him a whole year of training camp to then come in starting hot next season, bro. Charlotte would be one of the best tickets in the NBA. We gotta. I gotta make a move pretty soon. So let me let me. So what I'm saying is, if 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 is 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 Bill Lamelo's teammate. I think that that's the only thing you start to work on. Who's Lamelo's guy? And I don't know if Bill is it. I don't see it working in 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 in, in t- for ch- for the next for the not, tier. Well, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they do get the fourth seed. Okay, and then next year they get the six. Then the following year they get the five. You know, I don't see it making a a franchise changing difference. So now you kind of stuck with you're gonna keep playing for the same shit. Mo, why don't you see it working? Because Bradley Beal is more of a a ball in hand type of scorer. So it's like it's not like he's gonna come to Charlotte and Lamelo is gonna be like the the sole facilitator and that Bradley Bill is going to be playing crazy off ball. Like Bradley Bill, when you see him scoring and a lot of shit that he's doing, it's him. He, 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 he creates his own shots. So I don't see like him coming to Charlotte with LaMelo and it's not, I don't see that making them any better. But there's a difference. Like, hang on. I am. There's a difference between needing the ball in your hand and the team needing you to have the ball in your hand. Because I think he's wa- both. We've watched Bradley Beal play off ball for years as he was developing, and he has a good off ball game because when he was playing with John Wall, when he was first developing, he wasn't the ball dominant guy. When ever since Westbrook's been, been there, he still hasn't been the ball dominant guy. Bradley yep. Beal can score no matter what position you put him in. He doesn't. He's not Fact. one of those people. One of those people that can only score off the dribble. His game Agreed. is well rounded and fast enough to I, do all of that. I, I agree, agree Lowe's, but what, what, where he's uh, at right now, I don't see him going back to. That Bradley Bill that he was without him having the ball in his hands the whole time. Agree, because what, where, where do you? So what? You go over there and you be in the same stuck position you would have been in, and what? I don't see what it does. Somebody, somebody got it. He need a Lamelo need a Clay. Like he don't need somebody he like a. Even need to touch the ball until it's like okay. Ready. I caught it. Do do shoot. Like not not pass it. Take eight seconds. The fast, smart pass is held up by the pump fake dribble move. But that's not Bradley like, Bill's I, game. You, Bradley, so you think you think Bradley Bill is 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 good off is good off ball? I think 100%. he is. I think it next. The, I, I say because you because you are right, and I and I can't discredit somebody as nice as Bradley Bill. Yeah, is it next level? Yeah. I don't think Bradley Beal comes in there and fucks Charlotte up. I think he comes there and takes next level. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah, saying that's what I'm saying. Does he elevate them to the next tier? 100. percent He he take he raises their their ceiling and raises their their floor. If you have the championship, roster, they would definitely be close to contention at that at that point because big men come cheap nowadays. So if you get somebody who can make who you know I need a bucket right now, you can get give it to him. 
You've got a transcendent facilitator in their first year. You've got somebody who's playing out of their mind, back to the back to the Utah days in Gordon Hayward. You've got scoring off the bench. You've got young talent in the front front court. You get you get a cheap anybody that's tall and can give you some rim protection. They can get Drummond for the lint in my pocket. You know what I mean? You can get Blake Griffin on the bottom. So you, you train you train now. Who 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 jumping at the gym on um on uh Bridges? Charlotte. You so you giving up Bridges too? No, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm saying you leave him there. As what? Like a, off the bench? No, he can start. Bridges is a front court player. Okay, so you put Bill there, and where you put Bridges? No, no, no. Bill is backcourt. Point Lamelo so- shooting Bill. Three, you got Gordon. Bridges at the four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <sighs> they got. They got. I don't know. I think. I think. I think you. I think Bridges will have to play. Uh, uh, guess with Lamelo, you can do anything you want to do because you got him getting seven, eight boards. A hundred percent. But he, he, he has a. To to me, I could be wrong, but I I feel like he plays three slash four, not four slash five. So you you. When you put Bill there, I don't I don't think it takes them into we we play them four times in the playoffs. They they're gonna they're gonna get us four times. Not to a not to an elite level team. I don't I think that Miami beats them in the conference in the um in the series. I think Milwaukee beats them in the series. I think that Toronto can figure them out if Toronto gets their shit together. I think that you still have Brooklyn. I think that you, you have you don't come out the second, third. They definitely do. You don't come out the second. I I, I, re- I really think they do. I'm I'm right with that. Let's uh. But I mean, it will graduate. Yeah, we'll carry. I'm curious to see where it plays out because I think they might be moving up their timeline to do something by the trade deadline, which is March 25th. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna find out really really soon. Um. A lot, I think a lot of people out there are going to be buyers, but I don't think there's going to be enough people selling because the standings are so close together that there aren't going to be a whole lot of people out there to grab. Like, everybody's going to be looking for something to buy, and everybody's going to be like, shit, I ain't giving nothing, nothing up. I'm right here. I got plenty to... Uh, I'm only two games away. I can probably make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see who's going to who's gonna sell and who's going to hold on. But... I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte moved up their timeline. Let's put it like that. And uh, Lamelo just won Rookie of the Month again for the East. So, <laughs> shocker! Rookie. Just give it to him now. Me and, too. So I, I they uh I saw something earlier for the All Star Weekend, which is still going on. That uh that dude Obi Toppin from the Knicks is going to be in the slam dunk contest. Yeah, like yeah. barely. Hey, this whole year because of injuries and shit, but now you about to be in a dunk contest. Yes, yeah, so it's only three. That's, that's a, I think that's, that's a participant thing. thing. Yeah, it, what? Uh-huh. my bad. No, nah. participant thing. Oh yeah, and and it, they only got had three people in the dunk contest, and they doing it at halftime. Yeah, you can't, you can't. You ain't gonna be able to get enough people. That, that slam dunk contest is gonna be dead quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit gonna be kind of. I don't know. That shit's gonna suck because they also got dude from Portland, uh, a- Anthony Simons. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's not the one. This is probably gonna be the worst dunk contest of all time. 
And who's the last one? Um, what's old dude? What's old boy's name? Uh, from the Pacers. Uh, uh Cassius Stanley. Yeah, 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 there you go. I don't right, even sound like somebody that could dunk. <laughs> All right, so you saw that? Yeah, who wins? Cassius do that legs. Yeah, who wins this shitty dunk contest at halftime? I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I'm not even watching that. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. I ain't gonna lie. Not this one. Not this one. I'm cool. All right. I ain't picking the winner. We got to see. Okay. What about the three point contest? Who's in it? Uh... Hold up. What? So, three point contest. Uh, I'm pretty sure Curry's in there. Yeah, I think it's so... it's Booker, uh, Steph Curry, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Donovan Mitchell and um, Zach Levine. All right, so we can eliminate three right off the bat. Is it going to be, so for winners, is it going to be Steph, Zach Levine, or Devin Booker? I don't think the other three have a shot. Shit, those, that, sometimes yeah, I got to run with Steph, but I got to run with Steph, but I can see Zach Levine. Like he really got a, he got, he really got a good form in it and a ratchet on him, so I, I, I can see it. I can yeah. see Booker winning it. Booker too. That's tough. It's gonna be the light skin, the most light skin. We we need to check that. <laughs> the most light skin. <laughs> yeah, this is the most light skin ass motherfucking three point contest ever, yo. The only two dark skin niggas is Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell. Chad T. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, now we doing this shit with our own people, bro. Ah, uh, you're right, you're right, you're nah, right, you're right. Really, really, slowly trying to get it back to like only white boys can shoot. Yo, that's what it is. What? They getting it close there, bro. They just making that shit lighter and lighter. Yo, can I ask you the last time we had an all black three three point contest field? No, it doesn't matter. No, no, I'm asking the question. No, no, because like, if I, I can make the argument that it's getting darker. Yo, I'm out of here, yo. I'm out of here. Hey, yo, listen, fellas, look, look at hey, fellas, the pack. I love you out of Look at the field. Look at the field, right? Look at the field. There's no like, like, there's no like, whites. Comment, there's no whites in the entire one. I know that. They can check us out so, on Spotify. So want to. And as like, I appreciate that for being a part of this experience. Thank y'all again, bro. You say you saying they replaced the you they replaced the white boys with just light skinned dudes. Like like comment like comment subscribe, bro. There ain't no white boys in the three point contest. You a fool, bro. <laughs> you a fool for well, that. Uh, I think Devin Booker. Uh, uh, I'm I'm calling it right now. Yo, Devin Booker winning it. What's up? What y'all want to put money on it? Want no, nope. no, hell no. I'm cool. What y'all want to bet with me? Because no, I'm, I'm not on that one. Fuck it, I'll do it. Well, because nah, you're a little darker I, than us. <laughs> no, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Then it should be no, we we're gonna be we're gonna be unpaid forever, yo. I'm taking Steph. Fuck it. There's no way I'm gonna. Right, I think Steph went in it too, but I ain't bad. I'll bet you on five it. on Devin. Right, I see. I got five dollars going. I got five right. on Curry. So last question, last question Steph. before I make my move is uh All Star MVP. Um. Uh, Dame. You said Dame. Dame. He got the attitude to do it. The rest of them gonna play around, pretend the shit friendly. Dame gonna come out there trying mm. to kill him. Russ, Russ, no, no, yeah, uh, nah. James Harden, Harden, really? Okay, yeah, I think I think you put I think you put the West on notice this game. 
Joel and Embiid. I, and I think and I think Kyrie Kyrie watches it. Okay, Joel Embiid. So we got a real split field here. So we got Harden, Embiid, Dame. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck it. Uh, just as the last thing, we're not gonna go go through the whole field, but uh, I got Luca for the skills challenge. Oh, I, hold on, I haven't looked to see who was in that. That that's the best event that's been at All Star Weekend for like for the last few seasons. Yeah, Covington, Dantich, Chris Paul, Vucevic, Sabonis, and Julius Randle. You taking Luca? You said I'm yep. taking Chris Paul, bro. Yeah, Chris Paul. I got five on Chris Paul. I got five on Luca. Got I got to talk to y'all another time. Um, but for further, for, 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 I'm saying, um, I, I do think Luca wins. It's not Chris Paul. I think that, um, I think Chris Paul got there doing the old man job. You know what I'm saying? I think he, I think he have to just have fun with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, you know, one of those shoot the three, the backpack three, the, the, oh, you let me get a jump shot with the backpack on three. I, I think that's be surprised he... if uh, Julius Randle or fucking Vucevic will win this year. Because remember last year, was it last year? Last year, fucking didn't Bam, or like two years ago, Bam won it. Yeah, a lot of big men always do well in it. I, I yeah, really wanted you know? to see. Uh, I wanted to see Jokic in there again. Because a lot of yo, the big Jokic men do really well. Level, yo. Yeah, he's he's a whole other level. Yo, do you? Yeah, different level. Do y'all be watching that game? You saw how, you see how red his nose gets during the games, bro. No, I, I never, Yo, I it's, never. It's just his nose, bro. Go look up any highlight. His nose is bright fucking red, bro. <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. <laughs> I'm annoyed now. I can't watch him the same. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome for mm-hmm. Anyway, thank y'all for coming through. We're going to end it right here. We're going to let everybody get back to their moves, get back to their regular schedule programming in their lives. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> for everybody on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate it. If you listen on Spotify, make sure you follow. Come check out the live stream on Twitch, and uh, you can hang out with us, ask questions there. But, anyway, that's the end of Episode 10. We are the Unplayed Players, and thank y'all for coming. Peace out. Hey, they need some darker <laughs> shooters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>